Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to another edition of the SPT podcast. And today we're actually going to discuss the whereabouts process. So recent whereabouts failures that are taken over the news, of course, involving uh, 400 meter world champion uh, NASA. And we're going to discuss some of the previous quite big profile cases that have occurred in that remit and the rules of the whereabouts system itself. Welcome to the Sports Performance Training Podcast with Stu and Aid. Welcome back to another edition of the SPT Podcast with myself, Stuart Marshall. God, I didn't do it. You, you meant <laughs> to say out. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're supposed to just be aware of when you're supposed to be introduced and just introduce yourself. Come on now. You're supposed to be telepathic, right? I mean, we're in the same room, right? We're in the same room. Well, obviously, in the yeah. same room. But, okay, okay, okay. okay. Do you know what, I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave it. We'll never get it right, and that's just life. We have to accept it. We're never it. gonna get this right. No, I love you know, it. I'm, I'm I just, love I'm just have to like record like a a, a pre one, just introduce it from that, and just get. Just, just have <laughs> yeah, literally, just go. Bah, bah, bah. All right, leave it there. Uh, basically, yeah. So <laughs> now that we're on the call, um, today's podcast is actually going to be about uh, athletes' whereabouts failures. Um, if you are at all into athletics or into kind of general sport, you will obviously see the news about uh, NASA, who was the Bahrainian 400 meter world champion from last year, who has now been provisionally suspended for missing mm. three tests in a 12 month period. It, it, it's just, I can't believe it's only just came out now. Well, this is the thing we're going to discuss, isn't it? Because it, it, it's absolutely crazy to think that when these tests are actually missed compared to, uh, the situation that we're in now. But actually, I'm just going to throw it back a little bit earlier than that, actually, because when we talk about whereabouts failures, obviously, those of us in the UK are probably quite familiar with uh, the news from whereabouts failures over, over the years. So I'm going to throw it back actually a little bit further. So we are going to talk about NASA, but just so people are aware of how difficult the system is, or not necessarily how difficult the system is, but how easy it is to get caught up a little bit before we go into the whole kind of let's just throw it at NASA. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it back for you a little bit, obviously, uh, in. So back think back to 2006 yes if you can right uh, can. as <laughs> as a brit we obviously had christine ahorogu yeah okay. I remember and, and 2006 she competed in the commonwealth games uh, which she won in uh, i think it was sydney australia 2006 um mm-hmm. that was in the march and at some point over the summer she actually ended up missing a third test herself within that year within the 12 month period and she was suspended herself for a whole year yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, at the time, it was this was probably one of the the, the first ones that we ever came aware of. Uh, someone was relatively high profile. Obviously, just won the Commonwealth Games. Um, and for herself, it was kind of a strange situation, and that's what her kind of appeal was about. Went around really was because she had, uh, I think it was, um, it was like three or four tests within the space of two weeks. One of them she missed. So her argument yeah. was, well, you definitely tested me within this really short confined period. So surely we can count this as a tested scenario right uh that was actually thrown out and she was suspended for a full year yeah she was yeah so there is still that kind of ambiguity of actually how close do tests need to be in order to be classed as still being a missed test when you've just been tested because i think that's still kept that's still the case if you were tested if you were scheduled to be tested or whatever three times four times in a week and you missed one of them that's still a missed test totally agree like to the letter of the law, that's what we're saying, right? 
that's yeah, that, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I'll tell you what, actually, I'll just throw it back. I shouldn't have even gone into the Christine bit. Fair. I'll go back up to the, the bit here, right? So this is the rules now that I'm actually on the AIU uh, website, right? So a whereabouts failure will be recorded against an athlete on the World Athletics record under the following circumstances, right? You have yeah. failed to submit your whereabouts by the required deadline. That's number one. Number two. You have failed to update your whereabouts or you have not updated them as soon as possible after a change of circumstances. Number three, you have filed your whereabouts on time, but they are incomplete or inaccurate or insufficient to enable us to locate you for testing. That means the training address or anything like that, right? That's classed as a filing failure. Number four, uh, the Athlete Integrity Unit finds out that your whereabouts are inaccurate or incomplete following an unsuccessful attempt to test you. So one of the is you've so uh, I'll go back right. So number three, obviously, you put inaccurate records and you're somewhere else and they found that out. Number four is you put inaccurate whereabouts and they found out because they come to test you. Uh, yeah. And last but not least on this scenario is you have filed whereabouts information, but you are not available for testing at the location on your 60 minute time slot. Mm. So failure, failure to even do it, failure yeah. to change it, lying and then just not being where you're supposed to be, which is sometimes the case when you're trading somewhere and you've just left the venue a little bit early. Yeah, yeah, standard. Okay. Now, the consequences on this, so exactly, it's right there on the front page, is under these rules, any combination of free whereabouts failures within a 12-month period constitutes an anti-doping rule violation for which the applicable sanction is two years of ineligibility subject to a reduction to one year if it's depending on the degree of fault, right? So, and that's the scenario that we've got a little bit with some of the other ones that we'll discuss in a bit. So that's quite, that's quite simple, right? Update, yeah. your, update your whereabouts. If it changes, update your whereabouts and, and be where you say you're going to be. Yeah, exactly. Now, we can come into it a little bit. And I, we'll go back to, to Christine in a second. But this is your job, right? This, you, you are yeah. a, you're a professional athlete. I mean, you know, we go to work. So a lot of people go to work in the day. You know, for instance, like for myself, I have to be at the office for nine o'clock. Right. I have to be at the office for nine o'clock and from nine o'clock till half five. I'm in that office. That's my job. I know I have to do that. Right. What happens in that time frame is another scenario. But I'm at the office. Right. It's a very, very simple thing. This is the only probably whereabouts or real requisite prerequisite of your of your employment as an athlete. In reality, right, you've got your whole option yeah. of training, depending on the relationship with your coach, make sure you're here or there at a certain time. That's that's different. Make sure you're at a race for a certain period, a certain time. That's that's one thing. But all you've got to do, I say, all you've got to do, is update this one, this one thing. Mm. And I, th I think a lot of athletes probably think there's a little bit above the law. And we'll come into that. I don't mean the people we're going to talk predominantly, but especially with NASA, um, this is the only one thing you've got to be able to do. I don't really see an excuse personally as an outsider in this perspective. Obviously, I'm not feeling it in myself, but it's only one thing you've got to do. If you've got to change it because you've got to change the scenario, I don't see the see the issue. No, I don't either. And the thing is, like like I said, being around the athletes that I have travelled around with, like I remember Daryl getting a new phone just before we were going. What race? We were going to Italy for a race. She just got a new phone and she just like moved everything over. And she the first app she downloaded was the IWAF whereabouts app. Yeah, that was the first thing she did, so she could let them know where she was going to be like straight away that was that was her first priority it wasn't there was no instagram there was nothing else it was make sure i've got this app so i can say where my whereabouts is 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's, that should be the mindset. That should be the mindset. Absolutely should yeah. be the mindset. I mean, obviously, times have changed a little bit since we're talking about, and I'm going to fight back again now, because now we've got the rules out of the way there for, for Christine. Because obviously, I'm not going to say technology, but, you know, technology has moved on quite a lot in 10 years, and so have mobile phones. Yeah. I yeah. think back to my mobile phone in, in 2006, I think it was absolutely rubbish and the apps on there were absolutely appalling. <laughs> so I, I can't actually remember back to what the, um, uh, how you became and whereabouts. You might have been logged into a website or something like that. I can't quite remember. But, but you know, thankfully for Christine, she, she was reduced to one year because obviously she had been tested throughout that period. It wasn't as if she missed yeah. three consecutive tests. She just missed three tests in a 12-month period. She was tested about another no. 10 to 15 times within that, 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 that those 12 months. That's what I was trying to remember. I'm trying to remember back to it, Stu. Mm. And I have a feeling with Christine's because there was some controversial to it because it was UK Athletics that was saying she missed the test. I think it was free in 18 months, but she got a year ban. And it was British Athletics who was going forward with the ban and not, well, what we would call World Athletics now. Mm. Yeah, it it's probably the British possible. Olympic Association, wasn't it? Which is... Well, actually, part that, 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 this, was, that was the thing that followed around, actually, because obviously when Christine actually came back to uh, to racing, back, I say back in the day, uh, back then the rules, well, if you'd been suspended for a drugs violation at any point, uh, you actually couldn't be part of the British Olympics team. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So this was a big rule at the time for Christine and also for, um, for Dwayne. Yeah, hence why Dwayne couldn't go back and compete at the Olympics, but he was able to do represent Britain at the World Champs and European Champs. Yeah, and they changed the rules slightly to include, to kind of allow people who have been done for whereabouts, because it's not quite a, a drugs violation, well, it's not mm. a drugs violation, you know, it's not the same kind of thing, uh, to those who have actually been done for actual drugs, which obviously Dwayne, Dwayne was. But actually, you know, so in 2006, that happened to Christine, and she actually came back mightily mightily strong from that i mean she's a strong strong woman mentally uh, mm. and physically so she used that time to kind of you know kind of really cement her own attack on on life and athletics so she came back actually and she won uh, what did she win she won osaka in 2007 she won the, yeah. that was her first world champs she then won beijing in 2008 yeah which is which is just crazy two years isn't it really and then there's a little bit of a gap where she kind of like a few little races i think a few injuries yeah, she and didn't then, compete at the World Champs, did she, in 2009? No, no, but she came back in 2012 for World Indoor Relay. Um, yeah. Good. She got second in silver. We keep forgetting about that. Second in silver. Uh, second in silver. Uh, second in London in 2012. Um, yeah. Behind Sanya Richard Ross. And then took the world title in 2013 in Moscow. Mm. She had a crazy good six years after that, which is, you know, thankfully well done. Wow. So that, that, that's Christine. Now, I'm going to go to a little bit more recent now. Okay. Now, for those of you in UK especially, I think most people around the world actually will be aware of this guy uh, because of how he's rightfully so, or to some degree rightfully so, but we'll discuss it. Uh, Mark Dry. Yes. Now, Mark Dry is a thrower from the UK who only missed one test, but has been suspended for four years. Which is just... But, now, so here's the now. If you were to go off the, the bits from above, right, and this is, this is the argument for the rules above, right? So remember the rules where you have to update your, your details. If the, your details change, you have to update them, right? Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately for Mark, he wasn't where he was meant to be. Okay, so yeah. he had gone somewhere completely different. Now, the problem was that when he was, when it was investigated as to where he was during this time for his, for his missed slot, instead of saying where he actually was, he then yeah. lied again. 
yeah, and I, said I, he had gone fishing. So, was, you know, let's say he was meant to be at home. He'd actually gone somewhere in Scotland, not fishing. Yeah. If he'd just said that, that would have been classed as possibly a, just a normal, um, a normal, a normal filing failure. However, he then lied and said he'd actually gone fishing. He said something completely different. Uh, and his argument, obviously, is that he that he'd panicked. He just was was afraid of what was going to happen. Said something silly, which he admits was just stupid. And because of that, he's been deemed to be deliberately trying to cheat. Yes. And and has resulted in a, a four four year four year ban. And, and what's amazing by it, the bit that he got caught out on, from what I've gathered from reading it, was when his neighbour was investigated. His neighbour said, "Oh yeah, I saw him this morning. Saw him that morning, and he said he was going fishing." So I wonder, you know, when you've got that nosy neighbour shoe, and you just <laughs> yeah. can't be bothered to tell them. I'm going up to Scotland to go meet my mates or whatever. He's just gone, yeah, I'm going fishing for the weekend. <laughs> See you soon. And from that, it's just really backfired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't talk to my neighbours, so <laughs> yeah. that's a lie I do. But yeah, I wouldn't tell them anything about where I'm going. Um, but yeah, that's it's just a crazy one, that one. And, that, this, and obviously his case has kind of kicked back into the four uh, now because of the situation with NASA, but we'll go into that. But, so obviously Mark Drive banned for one year uh, sorry, banned for one year. Banned for four years for missing one test because he was deemed to deliberately lie about his whereabouts. Um, there's a kind of a double-edged sword to that, I think. One is it's quite harsh because obviously it's one missed test. But on the flip side of that, you can't lie. It's just as no. simple as that. You can't deliberately lie. You are literally defrauding the system. So why, you know, so part of me is like, I feel, I feel for the guy. But I also think you can't lie. You need to be completely mm. straight up. This is, again, this is your job. This is your... The one thing you're responsible for, come on, let's sort it out. Let's sort it out. Uh, well, what's even weirder, Stu, was that when this all started to happen, a, a panel of people judged it and said, you know what, we understand the misunderstanding. It's okay. I remember seeing him train for five months in Loughborough. That's, he was training it's hard true. after it's his true. hip surgery. And then, and, uh, then the... Um, it was appealed, yeah. Yeah, it was appealed, and then this other court of what was it arbitration, arbitration. sport? Yeah, all a basic, of a sudden, yeah, decided no, it's a four-year ban because this, this, this deliberate lie. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's, that's true. He went. He obviously got appealed, but it was overturned, so he was <clears throat> he was reinstated back to normal uh, as such. Mm. Um, UK anti-doping then kind of thought, well, no, you deliberately lied, so we're going to push this further. They went ahead with it. And you're right, it was then overturned again earlier this year. So it's an absolute crazy scenario for the guy. And again, you can see why he's gone massively angry now when we, when we talk about NASA. Well, yeah, and, because... and in fact, to some degree, when we talk about this, this very next person, actually, because he's had, he's had a rough ride of it. There's no denying that. I mean, to have it overturned once and then you could kind of deliberately then chase it to, to, uh, to, this, to the point yeah. where he's then got his four-year ban again, it's just mental. Just absolutely mental. And this, and that's what, and this is where I pose this question to you, Stu. Oh. If... If NASA, NASA was part of the UK, a British athlete, and UCAD were doing it, would we be seeing harsher, stricter actions happening to her? Well, this is, I mean, this is the strange thing, because we don't know if this is a deliberate reaction from uh, the Bahrain anti-doping, or if it is just um, <clears throat> WADA itself, or I think it's whatever it is, because it's, mm. we're not... We're not we don't, you don't get that information. That's what we'll go into in a, in a, in a brief second, actually, because and rightfully so to some degree. Um, but mm. before we get to NASA, yes, next person, sorry. 
probably the biggest person that everyone's aware of recently. And this is just a massive, massive, just, I don't understand this at all. Christian Coleman. Christian right. Coleman. So Christian Coleman, obviously, who is meant to be oh, the new face of speed, right? If we if we ignore uh, Noah Lyles for a second, right? So the 100 mm-hmm. meters, the blue ribbon event, Christian Coleman is the current victor, the current champion, one of the fastest guys in the world of all time. No denying that. Yep. However, missed free test. Missed free test. And let's go, okay. If we're going to go from date to date, he missed free tests within a 12-month period. Right. Yeah. There's no denying that he absolutely missed free tests. Here's the here's the scenario. Due to a stupid stupid loophole, which I have no idea how that loophole even ever existed, or how the compliance team at WADA even managed <laughs> to let that go through the contractual bits. I I just honestly I just can't believe it. But there was a, sh- a crazy crazy rule that states that a missed test can be backdated to the start of the quarter. So what what date are we in today? We're in June. Oh, oh that's a bit silly because that's the thing. Let's say January, February, March. Let's say you did a test at the end of March, towards the end of March, right? So I failed that test. Basically, if you've got a clever lawyer, that test could be classed as the first of January, and oh. that's what's happening. And that's what's happened in this case. So that then took the the, the three missed tests out of the same three hundred and sixty five day period. So due to a stupid wow. technicality. That is not classed as free missed tests within a within a twelve month period, right? So for my standing right now, and again, this when when this all happened again, Mark Dry has also kicked that up again because obviously, rightfully so. That's just an absolute ridiculous rule. Yeah, I mean, fair yeah. fair play to the lawyer for finding it. So you know what, Christian Coleman hired a brilliant lawyer because that guy genius. Well done, absolutely. Well, there was so that, from a law that? perspective, technical perspective, absolutely brilliant. No issue with that. You did well. But the actual process itself, come on now. Yeah, and then what amazed me was when I read, when I was out in Doha, um, and we, you know, everyone was saying he's racing, he's racing. Everyone was saying that the US Anti-Doping Agency decided to rule the first instant as a filing error, not a missed test. Well, this is the thing. You see now, what are the rules above? The rules above say a filing error is still classed as a missed test. But that's right. not the case. The case matter was, it was just the wrong date. Yeah, so it, it it just I remember it all, and it was just baffling that this guy, who you know was coming through, going to be the new face of sprinting, mm-hmm. like you said, the new face of speed. He'd just broken the world, the sixty meter world record that winter. He was yeah, coming course. through, you know. I really thought maybe this guy's going to do it, and then just unfortunately, and he's done. Yeah, it's one of the things. It's not necessarily a massive black mark. There's no suspicion of actual drug taking. Let's say that's you know all these people here are not being suspected of taking drugs, right? That's just clearly, clearly. Let's just put it down to that. But the yeah. stupidity of missing the test because you're not updating your records is just absolute crazy, in my opinion. So that's Christian Coleman, right? So Christian Coleman again, probably one of the biggest names of of recent times who has missed free tests, but sod it, been let off by the skin of his teeth. Let's just put it that way, mm-hmm. right? So now we come to NASA. So mm. those of anyone who watched the 400 meters last year must have been. Blo- I mean, obviously, I'm a massive, massive 400 meter fan, right? I, I absolutely love it. When I watched, you know, it was crazy at the time, okay? Because NASA had competed in the mixed relays, uh, the heats and the final. And then I think it was literally the next day when it was the heats of the 400 meters, the next day, the semi final of the 400 meters, then the next day, 
the final. So five days in a row or five races that she'd competed before she got to that final, or including that final, in which she then absolutely stormed it. I mean, it was amazing to watch. Yeah. But, you know, no, oh. no one in the world expected to see Sean A. Miller, who wasn't competing in the 200 because of the time constraints. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. If you think about the previous year, the previous year, everyone's just thinking, you know, Milo has been the absolute queen of 400 who was going to storm it. And then she's thinking about maybe doing the double, trying to arrange to do the 200, thinking she can do the double in both, probably, you know. Yeah. And it turned out didn't even win the 400. <laughs> because that, you know, I mean, let's face it, she ran a PB as well in that 400 meter final. You know, when they yeah. were coming down that home straight, I was just absolutely just, it was just fantastic to watch. That this 22 year old Nigerian who's grown up in Bahrain since she was eight. No, she's only twenty. She's twenty-one then, mate. Twenty-one, so she was even younger. Yeah, yeah. And she just that last hundred. I thought, ah, she's gonna die now, and she just didn't. Kept it going. I mean, and this was the thing. A lot of talk. A lot. There was a lot of talk at the time. Obviously, as there always is uh, around about uh, the use of drugs or performance-enhancing substances and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, you know what? She's only twenty-one. If you look at her career, she's improved a second per year, pretty much. You know. Yeah. And, and you have to be really, really cynical if you can't believe that a, a, a young athlete can improve by that much year on year. Of course they can. Absolutely, of course they can. There's, you know, let's just... People who believe that doesn't happen, you don't, shouldn't even be a fan of the sport, quite frankly, because what's yeah. the point? You're just going to be cynical for every single competition, every single youngster in, in the world ever. So for me, her progression was perfectly linear. You know, absolutely. I mean, as we know, progression isn't always linear. But for her, relatively good, you know, Good numbers of races each year, good progression. So there was not for me. I just thought absolute perfect. Come to the to the front, you have dominated. Well done. Yeah. And now yeah. we're at a point where there's a double edge to this now. It's a bit obviously it's tainted. There's no denying that it is tainted. And the reason why it's tainted is because when is, she's only been suspended in the past week, two weeks, right? So we are in June. Yeah. And what we find out is basically. That she's missed free tests, actually before before, the before Doha, yeah, before Doha. And she was, the thing was, she was under investigation during Doha. Yep, and this is this is the bit that we have to discuss a little bit as well because, I mean, it's crazy. So let's just discuss the free tests, right? First of all, so basically, when I can, I, I completely agree to this, right? And I, you have to, you miss free tests. Now, obviously, the rules state that as soon as you miss that free test, you are now under the remit of suspension, right? However, if she's appealing that third test, obviously you're given a certain period to appeal each test, okay? Mm. So the first test probably would have been out of, she's no longer can appeal that. The second test probably went over, no longer can appeal that. The third test, it was very, very likely, knowing that she was going to go into the world champs, that she was appealing that third test, right? Yeah. So whenever you're appealing, and rightfully so, you can still do what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. Right, because you are, you are still innocent at this point, right? You just, until they find out the actual reasons or whatever whatever it is then you have to be deemed as innocent if you're appealing something that's completely fine and at that point yeah the news isn't public there's nothing out in the in the domain so that's that's fair enough that's fair enough right however she would have been aware um of all this going on so this is the crazy bit you know it's how close to those championships was that was that third test now if i'm just going to throw this back to christine for instance christine was meant to compete 
Oh, I don't know. I think it might have been the European champs in 2006. I need to quickly check my notes somewhere, right? So obviously she'd done the Commonwealth Games in 2006 in, in the March. Yeah. Now, when she missed her third test, it might, it might have been what, yeah? UK Athletics, or UCAD, knowing that that was still pending the investigation because she was appealing due to the number of tests she'd taken throughout this period, blah, 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 right? Yeah. They still decided to pull her from the championships. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So they, And again... Why, why? Yeah, because if, if that result might not stand, why would you risk it, right? But then I can see from, obviously, Christine's point of view, she wants to compete, she thinks she's innocent, she not, you know, all that kind of stuff. But according to the rules, you miss three tests, you're out. So simple as that. I can't believe why she wasn't pulled from these championships. It's mental. I mean, I get it, the fact of you can't, depending on when the test was in the appeal period, if you're going by the rules, she'd miss the, she, she, the rules are quite straightforward, right? How, how could you even appeal those missed tests? And then, Stu, go look at the Christian Coleman scenario. We all found out before the Diamond League final, which he didn't then compete at because he was technically temporarily suspended. Yeah, that's me. While it was an investigation. But again, it's it's at what point did they become to that first stage of the of the of the disciplinary procedure of suspension? Mm. And that's that's the bit. If you if you're in appeal, you can't be suspended. And this is this that's the that's the point. You know. For, for Christian, for instance, he was suspect, provisionally suspended or whatever it was. And it was only because of the, uh, there was no appeal to that, at that point because you know you've missed three tests, right? So then it's like, oh crap, what do we work out? How we can get out of this? Good lawyer comes in, here's your technicality, boom, you're reinstated. So if maybe that was the case or they were trying to do something similar for, for NASA, who knows? But, and this has been the massive kickoff all over social media now with other athletes because they're, you know, this is nine months, 10 months later. And they're going, how the hell did she compete? Yeah. yeah. And why is it taking this long for you to even announce it? Yeah. That's that... the crazy bit. I don't care how long an appeal is. It should not take this long. I mean, what are you, you know, I mean, crazy, crazy, crazy. As soon as the allegation went forward like that, that investigation started, it should have been known. The public should have been made aware of it. Well, you can't, unfortunately, you can't if you're in appeal. You can't, right? You can't if you're in appeal. You can't, you can't, and I get that, and that's right. For yourself, it could have been a mistake. It could have been a, and then at that point, if you announce it and it is actually a genuine, genuine mistake, as in, like, for instance, it could have been the test that just went to the wrong house, right? You have to make sure that you're not going to then take that athlete for absolutely no reason. So I, I, do, I do get that. But how long does an investigation take to say oh, you're, you're appealing? What, what's the grounds mm. for appeal? What's the grounds for appeal? Any process that takes longer than two to four weeks is a rubbish, rubbish process. And if, if for whatever reason, that, that's taken way too long for it to be to be announced. Now, so, he, so here comes the other bit, right? So if you were to tell, let's say, I, I missed three tests, right? It becomes announced. The first thing I'm going to do is apologize, right? I'm going to apologize. Oh my God, yeah. I'm so sorry I've missed three tests. I'm stupid. You're right. Yeah. All I've got to do is update a, an app on my phone. It takes two seconds, right? Yeah. No, yeah. and this is what's kicked off and annoyed a huge amount of athletes is the fact of there's no remorse, absolutely no yeah. remorse, you know. And then, and, then, and then, and then, Instagram live, yeah, <laughs> say, yeah. no, this is perfectly normal. <laughs> and that's that's the bit, isn't it? It's the bit that's kicked everyone off to say it's an it's normal to miss free tests, it's normal, yeah. it's expected. I've got no issues with this, stop bugging me, I don't care, I've missed free tests. In fact, it turns out that she missed a fourth test earlier this year. Because she obviously went out there going, oh, I've not even been tested this year. Oh, yeah, because you missed it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what, how crazy. And there's just no remorse, no acceptance of the fact of you have got this one responsibility. And as, a, yeah. as an athlete, as an athlete, as a fan of the sport, I'm appalled. Mm-hmm. Of the, you know, yeah. I just, I'm just like, how can you have this position that you just don't care about the process? Yeah, exactly. This, process that, this, this process that allows you to live, you only train yeah. for two, three hours a day, gives you a good income, does the sport yeah. that you love. I mean, I would die to have that, oh. that possibility, you know? Absolutely just like, and you've got it, and you're just squandering it. And the attitude that you've got because of this, this whole process, you just don't care. You're ridiculing other athletes because they do care, and they know it's a straightforward process, and you're just not even bothered. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree, Stu. And that's um, what's crazy. And for me now, I'm like, last year's championship, yeah, you know what, you ran really well. You probably, I've got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by that you're clean because I think you've done a normal progression. So I'm stand by, I'm going to say she's absolutely clean. But her attitude, on the other hand, that is just appalling. Isn't it? It's, it's, for me, it's not very Olympic. It, it just doesn't sit well with me, yeah. her attitude towards it. And the big thing for me is, why is it taken the committee to if an appeal would have lasted what four weeks six weeks in appeal it should never be longer than that it should Any, never be I, longer yeah they, I, for me i think in general either you know i'm just gonna say wada but what by wada i mean localized yeah. agencies as well they yeah. have to have a quicker process than that if, they, if any process takes longer than that then they just don't have the right people in place because that is just ridiculous. For someone like myself who works in compliance and that kind of scenarios, if you're taking this long to respond, then you've got something that you're not doing right. It's as simple as that. Yeah. They need to kind of have a little look at that because, A, an athlete should never be in that position where, let's say, let's say it's legit, an athlete should never be in a position where they're stressed out for that amount of time. I mean, crikey. You know, if you're talking about the response from cortisol, for instance, you know, stress hormone, that that in itself oh. is gonna is gonna negatively affect their performance and training. So you're now messing around with their actual long term health. Let's just say that first start because cortisol can affect so much stuff, right? But then not just that, but how much money are they wasting on these length length of time for investigation? Because it it costs money, right? Um, yeah, it's just it's just mental. Let's get it. And again, if for instance now, I, I don't know what the rules are with this to be honest with you, because obviously the free tests are prior to the world champs. So does she automatically lose her gold medal? Does, is that the scenario? You yeah. know, if if someone's found out for actual a drugs bust, then obviously it's backdated, and they're and and they lose all their stuff. What happens for missed tests? I mean, personally, I don't know because as soon as someone's missed test, they're stopped at that point, and they don't go forward. Whereas this is a scenario where the tests have happened, and then she's competed and won. Yeah, exactly. And true, we're talking eight months after the world champs. That it's world mental. champs final was third of October. Was it third of October? Yeah. Okay. Third yeah. of October. Yeah. Right. That's we, we, and it, we, what we found out on the 5th of June. Something so like we're that, talking yeah. eight months and it, the myth, the third missed or mi- missed whereabouts had to have happened before that world champs. Yeah, exactly. And that's the bit. It's just absolutely crazy. This is a too damn long B nine months. We could be talking about. Yeah. It's just absolutely crazy. What do we, what do we know? And for, for, for Shawnee, for instance, she could be the world champ now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just one of the things. You watch the video, unfortunately, it's a bit different. But it's just crazy, isn't it? It's, for, for me, it's it's as simple. You have this she, one she job to do. She just didn't do just it. win gold. She ran, what, the third fastest time ever in 400 metres? Yeah, 48 like, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, 
she broke a lot of things and has probably got a lot of endorsements off the back of this. It's just crazy. I just, I just I, don't get it. Even if Shawnee gets given this gold medal because of this, she's not going to get the endorsement. She's not going to get the money that yeah. she deserves. No, I mean that's what we discussed previously. We've, we've got, well, we haven't yeah. discussed it, but privately, like when these athletes get their backdated gold medals or silvers and bronzes, you know, they've missed out on the opportunity to 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 live that lifestyle a little bit of I'm a medalist. You know, we've we've seen people in the UK who have got their medal eight years later. Eight years later, so for eight years they've not been the medalist or whatever position. But they could have. And, they, and I hate to say, yeah, they could have lived off it because they could have done yeah. the speeches, they could have done the, the the visits and all this kind of stuff, and just got the endorsements at the time. And it's, 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 people it's crazy. Lose, yeah, lose funding because they didn't have that medal. Well, absolutely. Let's let's talk about with bobsleigh, for instance. I know this this is not going to go back there, but you know, bobsleigh was reduced funding. We we obviously both know Joel mm. uh, for a good number of years. When in reality, he actually won bronze medal because of the cheating Russians. Um, yeah. And he would have had, a, you know, much more endorsements after that. And then when did he get the medal? Like four or five years later, I think it is. I don't know, whatever it is. But it's a big, yeah. it's a big, it's a big issue. It might be longer than that, actually. I think Sochi was 2013, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, either way. So, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But as it nasty now, so for me, it's like, one, this process has been way too blooming long, way too long. And second, as an athlete, you should be much more humble than what we're yeah. seeing. And that's, that's the issue for me. And that's what's and really you know stinking. What? When Christian Coleman came out, you know, he said, okay, he said the first test when he forgot to uh, change his whereabouts when he flew to Portland or something for whatever it was, he he said, that's my fault. Completely put my hands up. That's my fault. And then the second one, he said he didn't change the whereabouts of his training session. He put his weight session an hour early. So when they turned up to test him, thinking he'd be in the weights room and he wasn't, he also said, I put my hands up. That's my fault. You've got to accept it. You've yeah. got to, and I think, and this is the bit, so this is the bit again now, you've got to accept it. You just come on. If you, <clears throat> It's a simple rule. You're responsible for it. And then, mm. of course, now that I think again, I'm going to go back to, to, to Mark Dry. This is why he's angry because he was, he's been banned after one test, right? NASA, who missed three, was still able to compete at a world championships. <laughs> so that's for him. Obviously, he's kicked off a little, obviously, and rightfully and, so. And I hope that is, goes out a bit more. You know, we'll probably find out that NASA didn't lie about where her whereabouts was. She just didn't tell them where it was. And I know that's really naughty, isn't it? Oh, if I don't tell them where I was, I'm not lying. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to try and find more and more details. This comes to, to fruition because this, you know I, mean? I, I, I really want to read the, the finer details in this. Obviously, I'm not in a position well, where I can just go and grab Mark. it, but I want to see it. Well, what's happened for Mark is he's been caught out by lying about where his whereabouts are. Yeah. And that's kind of where the ban is coming from, not the fact that he's only missed one. No, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. um, so, so it's a different ruling, and and they've given him a four-year ban for it because you're lying about lying where you were. Yeah, and again, as I said before, is that that technically for me is right. If you if you're actually proper proper lying, you're trying to defraud. In his case, it was it claimed it was an accident, but there's there's more nuances into it, but. Yeah, it's just crazy how this whereabouts failure system is still an issue. If you look at the uh, Athletes Integrity website and you can see the list of people who are suspended, I think there's about 10 people suspended this year because of, af- because of whereabouts fa- failures. Already yeah. 10 people, you know, 
I, I advise you to go look at it because it's just mental. We'll put it in the show notes for the link, actually, because yeah. I, I find that website crazy when you've got the last massive list of people and you think, okay, what are they all being done for? It's just whereabouts failures. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Okay. And like you said, so, te- oh, technology has changed a lot of this. And a lot of them know if I put six o'clock in the morning at my house, that one hour that they can be there between six and seven, I will be there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's your simple bit, isn't it? You know, and hold in your morning way. Until after yeah. seven o'clock, you know what I mean. Yeah, Quarter that... past seven. Now I can go for my way because yeah. they haven't to test me. For me, I would, yeah, I wouldn't even put training time unless I knew for a fact I was training at this exact time every single day. I just put when I'm at home. Just simple, just yeah. simple. But yeah, okay. Uh, thanks, for that, Aiden. Um, I'm going to end that one there before we go into any other drug stories <laughs> that will probably come up through at some point. Um, but no, okay, brilliant. So uh, thank you for your time again. No, really enjoyed that chat, Stu. All right, I'll speak to you again later. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sports Performance Training Podcast. If you like it, please give us a subscribe and share amongst your friends or anything like that. And of course, give us a positive review. Uh, We really appreciate that. And we will see you next time for another edition of the Sports Performance Training Podcast.